Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And this week was kind of a sad week in, in WWE. Yeah, uh, we we had another Black Wednesday. Yeah, uh, some major names were released, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that here in a few minutes. Major somebody who was just a two or three weeks ago was in the title picture. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll, I'll say a month ago was in the title picture. Um, but before we dive into all of that, Jason, what are we drinking today? We're gonna finish off this bottle of Ardbeg. All right. Had, a, had about enough left for us to get a couple of good shots out of it. Um, it's the the Isla Scotch that that one of my favorite ones, uh, mainly because it's cheap. It's got a real real smoky, peaty, wooden kind yeah. of flavor to it. I mean, it. It's it's not your traditional whiskey. Nah, it's and different. We had Memorial Day this week. Yeah. So you know, people always cook out and grill out and things like that, and this is super smoky. So it felt very fitting, I guess. Yeah. Um, so huge names released this week. Um, now, do we want to go ahead and talk about that before we do our rundown? Or let's let's do the after? rundown, and then because I don't want to spoil any, because some of these people that were released were on the show. We're on shows, so let's let's go through our rundown, All right. and then we will discuss who was released. All right, so we'll kick off with Raw. We started with a Miz TV segment, uh, which became a Charlotte versus Rhea. I mean, Charlotte versus Nikki, and I beat the clock. And uh, Nikki won because she survived for two minutes, just mm-hmm. like she did against Charlotte. I mean, uh, Rhea the week before. Yep. Um, but Randy Orton versus Xavier Woods, where Randy Orton won with the bro Derek, mimicking, uh, mimicking Riddle winning last week yeah. with the RKO. We had Shayna Baszler versus Reginald, where no one wins. Uh Though, I guess, technically Reginald won. Yeah. Uh, we had Mason T-Bar versus Lucha House Party, uh, where Mason T-Bar won. We had Sheamus versus Ricochet, followed by Sheamus versus Umberto Carrillo, where Sheamus won both, I believe. No. No, Sheamus lost both. Sheamus lost both. Um, we had Naomi and Lana versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Where Dana Brooke and Mandy won. We had Shelton Alexander versus, uh, or Shelton Benjamin versus Cedric Alexander, part 75, where uh, Shelton Alexander won. Or, <laughs> I've done that twice now. Look, I've seen this match, what, the past six weeks on Raw, I think? Yeah. Uh, Alexander won. That that would be Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Cedric. Not, not Shelton not Alexander. Shelton Alexander and Cedric <laughs> Benjamin. Yep. I mean,. Those names work. They do. Uh, we Give had, WWE time. We had AJ Styles and Omos versus Elias and Jackson Riker. We're, of course, Styles and Omos won. Uh, then Drew versus Kofi to determine who would go on to fight Bobby Lashley at whatever this new next pay-per-view is. Uh, yeah. Hell in a Cell. No, not Hell in a Cell. No. Uh, I don't know. Whatever it is. They're all gimmicks um, now. Remember, like, it would have been the Great American Bash or, right. you know, like, 15 years ago. It wasn't a <laughs> type of match. <laughs> right. And Drew won. Yeah. 
Um, moving into NXT, we start off with a the number one contender for the NXT Championship, Gargano versus O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne. And it goes to a no contest when Adam Cole, Bebe, makes his return and beats everybody down. Uh, we then get L.A. Knight. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. L.A. Knight versus Jake Atlas, which uh, Jake Atlas won. Surprising L.A. Knight. Karrion uh, Cross cut a promo, and he basically said, just give me everybody. So it's everybody. Um, Fatal five way. Yep. We have uh, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, Kushida versus Carmelo Hayes, which, of course, uh, Kushida beat this guy who we've not seen at all ever before on I think NXT. He's on 205 Live, but so. we've never seen right. him on NXT. Uh, we get Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell versus Zoe Stark and uh, Zeta Ramir. Because, you know, they just brought these two women in, have been pushing them up as individuals, and then threw them into a tag team together. Well, they're basically having to. You know. I mean, the women's tag division is, uh, like, four women right now. I know. <laughs> uh, so, of course, the way won that. Uh, then we get the NXT Tag Team Championships, MSK versus Legato Del Fantasma. Uh, MSK defeated Fantasma. And that was uh, NXT. We're going to go ahead and hit AEW because normally it's on Wednesday, but it was time shifted again Yeah, uh, due to basketball. We started off with the Young Bucks versus Pac and Penta L-Zero. Uh, so Pentagon Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're the Young Bucks one to retain. Uh, Mark Henry came out and cut a promo, which was inter- uh, interrupted by Vicky Guerrero, who introduced Andrade El Idolo. I want to talk about that some more. We're going to circle I, back to that. I really hate that name. Um, then we had Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson versus QT Marshall and Anthony Agogo, where Anthony Agogo and Marshall won. And I kind of wonder if this was maybe a little due to the blowback that Cody caught from Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Inner Circle have a promo. Uh, we had Christian Cage and Jungle Boy versus Private Party, where Jungle Boy and Cage won. We had Britt Baker do her championship celebration. We had Red Velvet versus the Bunny, where Red Velvet won, but looks like she may have gotten hurt. And then our main event was Nick Camarado versus Dustin Rhodes in a bull rope match, where Dustin won. Moving on to SmackDown, Roman Reigns starts off the show and says he's changed his mind on the Usos challenging for the tag titles, but tells them they better win. The Usos then proceed to lose the tag title match to the Mysterios. Uh, although it is not without controversy as whichever Uso, and I don't, honestly don't remember which one. Uh, Neither did Roman. <laughs> <laughs> had had his shoulder up for the three count. Um, we then, you know, see a bunch of backstage interview stuff. And then... We get Liv Morgan versus Carmella, in which Carmella defeated Morgan. Then we see uh, Bianca Belair come out and challenge Bailey, because that makes total sense to have your champion challenge somebody else. Okay. Anyways, uh, we get Shinsuke Nakamura with King Corbin versus King Corbin. Corbin defeated Nakamura. 
we get Kevin Owens versus Apollo Crews after Owens get got beat down by um, uh, Commander Aziz. Who was banned from ringside. Yeah. Uh, and then Crews, of course, defeated Owens because there was a backstage attack. It, it, Sammy came out and attacked Owens afterwards. Ugh. Um, then we get the rematch because they reestablished earlier in the show. We were going to see the SmackDown uh, tag team championship match again. We get the rematch. It goes to a uh, disqualification as Roman came out in the middle of a match and just destroyed the Mysterios. We see Jimmy turning his back on Roman and walking away. So, um, we're going to go ahead and hit double or nothing too now, but wait, we weren't going to watch double or nothing. So here's the deal. Buddy of mine got it said, Hey man, you want to come over and watch double or nothing? Sure. It didn't cost me anything. Um, so I went over and watched it. I'm going to run down the match card. Then we'll talk about it. So we had the buy-in with Serena D versus Riho for the NWA title where Serena D won. Um, we then move into the, the actual show. We had Hangman versus Brian Cage, where Hangman wins. We had the AEW Tag Team Championship match of John Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus the Young Bucks, where the Young Bucks win. We had the Casino Battle Royal, where Jungle Boy wins. Uh, we had Cody versus Anthony Agogo, where, of course, Cody won. We have Miro versus Lance Archer for the TNT Championship, where Miro won. We got uh, Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker for the women's title where Britt wins. We had Sting and Darby Allen versus Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky with this being Sting's first match in six years in a ring. Since he uh, had that match with Seth in WWE. Yeah. Where Sting and Darby Allen win. Then we had Orange Cassidy versus Pac versus Kenny Omega where Kenny Omega retains... uh, and this is quite possibly one of the best triple threat matches I've seen in a long time. Then we have the stadium stampede match of Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle, where Inner Circle, if they lost, they had to break up. Inner Circle wins. And that was the the cap for the show. Um, So, we said we weren't going to watch it. We weren't going to buy it. I ended up watching it. I'm going to say this. Double or Nothing was very, very good. That's what I heard. Everybody who saw it, Said like, that it was good. Really and truly, the to me, the only down match on the show was the Cody Rhodes as Homelander versus Anthony Agogo. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't bad. The biggest problem there was I don't know. I don't know what we're trying to do here. Cody didn't need to go over here. <laughs> Anthony Agogo could have gone. Going over, I, but I, I think they were trying to. The biggest problem with it all. Okay, so you have this whole USA versus UK, our closest ally. What? So there's that. Then there's the fact that Anthony Agogo was a bronze medalist in boxing, mm-hmm. right? The dynamite before this, I forget who he punched, but they started spitting up blood. Cody just shrugged off every punch he threw. Cody outboxed the boxer. Then when he won, not even using the crossroads or the figure four, he won with a vertebraker. As soon as they got the three count, Cody was up on the ropes cheering and shouting and out in the crowd. And 
Like, a go-go had done nothing to him. This was a terrible look to me as a... Now, now a go-go that, has not wrestled a whole lot. This was his third match. So, I would expect Cody to win. I kind of would have expected Cody to win. But, you're trying to build this... A go-go, hangman, jungle boy... These are your Cassidy, stars. Cassidy, you know, these, these guys... These are your homegrown talent. These are your AJ you Styles. Know. These are your Samoa Joes. These are your uh, Christopher Daniels. You know, you, you have somebody it's who looks. But <laughs> you, you know, you have somebody who looks like a go-go. Yeah, dude's got, a, dude, got a great look. Yeah, and dude's a star. He's a former bronze medalist boxing. Like, rely on that. Yeah. Have the, and if you want him to be a heel, then fine. He's a heel. Sure, he's uh, a we, heel. We Whatever. don't need the the. I, I'm guessing that they tried to tie into Memorial Day weekend Memorial Day. Uh, and give it the whole USA versus the foreign thing. But one, like you said, Britain is our closest ally. It also we is, haven't fought each other since 1812. Yeah, this is also 2021. The whole yay America, boo dirty foreigner that needs to go. I agree. I um, agree completely. It. it the, but I will say this: this is something that I that I contemplated. Cody comes out, and if any of you have seen The Boys on uh, Amazon Prime or read the comic, Homelander is the main character there. Homelander is a Superman stand-in, right, who is very patriotic, very fascist, very, like... He's he's a cross between Superman and Captain America. Yeah, but he But is, he does not have the moral compass he of has either no one of those compass. gentlemen. Um. And Cody's outfit looked just like Homelander. So I wonder if Cody realized what he's doing and maybe Cody's starting to pick up on that whole thing of, in his mind, he's a hero, but to everybody else, he's a villain. Um, you know, Brady keeps mentioning and, and asking the question, how is Cody Rhodes so different? Because if you go and you watch him on Sammy's vlog, mm-hmm. he's good. Yeah. Like, he's entertaining but if you go and you watch dynamite i honestly you don't like he's a heel honestly he's a hundred percent a heel but he's i treated as a face i really think cody is falling into the same trap that his dad did when dusty was booking in nwa dusty booked himself to go over because he was the booker and i think Cody's kind of doing the same thing, which makes you a heel to your 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 smart marks, I guess the best way to call it. Um, Cody's not a face. Cody's a heel, but he acts like a face. Um, this the, is why we've repeatedly said you need somebody who's yeah, who's not part of it, Have not else part of it. Like um, WCW, let's let's go back to WCW. When WCW was at its prime, mm-hmm. at its zenith, you had um, Kevin Sullivan as the booker, mm-hmm. and Eric Bischoff said, "Look, if you want to continue booking, that's fine. You're not going to be a wrestler anymore." Yeah, exactly. And Tony Khan needs to do that. Yeah, he, really he either does. needs to okay, Cody, if you want to book, that's fine. Well, no, not just Cody, not just Cody, but you know everybody. You know, Cody, guys, needs if to you want to, if you want to book, that's fine. But you're not going to wrestle. 
and I need you to wrestle because you guys are my stars. So you're not going to book. They need to bring and in. And we need to bring in somebody. They need to bring in a Dutch Mantel. A, yeah. uh, and I, I'm, I'm saying these names, Dutch Mantel, Kevin Sullivan, these guys who know how to book. Yeah. And you know who, the thing is. And I'm not even saying it needs to be them, but they need to identify who that person is. Yeah, they need to bring, I would like them to bring in a legend of some sort. That's not an on-screen guy. You know, like Jake would work, but take Jake away from Lance and put Jake behind the scenes. Let mm-hmm. Jake be the booker. Even if it's a legend who's never booked before, you take this guy, you take somebody who's been in the business for 40 years who may never have been a booker but understands how booking works. Yeah, somebody who understands the psychology. You know, you have to have that. There has to be that, that you know it's not going to happen, but it might. Yeah. Like, we knew Cody wasn't going to lose here, but it might. Yeah. That's what we need. This was not one of those situations. Cody was going to win this, period. I, I hate. It's like the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks are the same way right now. Oh, yeah. The Young no. Bucks are not going to lose, period. Kenny I, is not going to lose. I hate when I sit down and, and I'm watching wrestling, and, and I'm watching wrestling with Caitlin. And who's extremely new to yeah, wrestling. She's very new before she started dating me. We, we never, she'd never seen wrestling before. And I will sit down and we'll be watching a match and I'll say, okay, this is how this, this is going to be the result. And this yep. is how it's going to happen. ABCD. And it happens that way. And like, I try to not to do that anymore because I don't want to jade her mm-hmm. the way I'm right. jaded, but give me, when I see guys like Cody, the Young Bucks, I know they're not going to lose. I know they're not going to lose. They had an excellent match this week with the Young Bucks, with Pac and Penta. But I knew yeah, that Pac and Penta weren't going to win. I have a feeling that the double or nothing match with uh, Kingston and Moxley was are basically going to be a write-off for Moxley for a while. Which it, 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 they've said he's yeah. gone. He took he took four BTE triggers before he was pinned. The one thing that I will say about that match that was awesome was seeing Moxley and Kingston coming through a crowd because they had a full crowd. Mm-hmm. It's a wild thing, the Joan Jett version of wild thing. You really, for the past year, we've been watching wrestling in these empty arenas, right? We've seen the, the yeah. screens and stuff like that. But there is just something awesome about they walk through the door the crowd erupts. There's something cool about that. There really yeah, is. It it is. There's there's something about the crowd that adds just that that extra um, atmosphere to it. We, I was showing. We we were watching SmackDown the other night, Caitlin and I, and, and I showed her when when Shinsuke came out. And and Boogs was playing yeah. the guitar. I was like, man, this is gonna be so cool be when, so there's cool when there's a crowd. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, hold on. I pull out my phone and I pull up the YouTube videos of Shinsuke's debut mm-hmm. when they had the violinist out there and the entire and crowd, the crowd going, oh, and it goes to yeah. And she's like, oh my god, that is how cool is that? And right? then I showed her Taker a couple of Taker's entrances with the crowd involved in the Druids and the, mm-hmm. and like, she's not seen that yeah. because she's come into wrestling in the Thunderdome, in the Thunderdome, in this no audience or, or small audience. Cause you know, AEW's had the small audience, 
and I can't wait to see certain entrances and, and certain reactions from the crowd. And, and honestly, WWE and AEW, they've got to need, because they, they need the crowd to course correct. Yeah. And, and I think WWE's in for a surprise. I think they are. Uh, because I think they've never, they've always been tone deaf mm-hmm. to certain things. And I think that when they have people who they expect to be cheered and or booed and they get the opposite reaction, they're going to be like, what is happening? I think what's going to happen is look back to when Roman won the title at WrestleMania 30 or 31, whichever one it was. Um, The crowd was silent. Yeah. There wasn't any booing. Because Vince has been on record many times saying a crowd reaction is what we want. Yeah. Whether they cheer, boo, it doesn't matter. It's a reaction. When this happened, the crowd was like crickets. That is what's going to happen with some of this stuff yeah. that they've been trying to pull off. And it's kind of worked because there hasn't been a crowd and they've been able to pipe in their boos and pipe in their cheers. When there's a, a stadium full of people and you have, this is our guy, and he lose, he wins, and the crowd's going, oh, I wonder if I can beat the traffic before, uh, you know. Yeah. It comes. Oh, the match is over? Uh, Crap. I, I wonder it. if I, I missed my know. opportunity. Right. Uh, like, Alexa's dead on arrival. Yeah, absolutely. This, Ale- whole, this whole thing with her and Lily. No. and Well, there's, no, there's a couple you, of quick things have... that I want to talk about on, finish on. Okay, on, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah we just, just. We've been kind of. <laughs> um, we saw Brian Cage stand on his own, which yeah. I thought was cool. Um, not just stand on his own. He tossed the FTW belt back back out. Yeah. Uh, did you catch in the promo that they cut that team Taz cut on AEW? Ricky Starks Mm -hmm. walked out. Yeah. And hook was staring down cage the entire time. Yes. We're about to see a split in team Taz. I think we are. Um, Hobbs so, was looking forward to the match. Hobbs yeah. was not involved in any of yeah. that. Starks and Hook are hot. Yes. To with Cage. Yep. So I did want to mention that. I wanted to mention uh the Battle Royale. We had Jungle Boy win, which I thought was really good. He went over Christian. And then Christian came out at you know, after he got eliminated, he gets back in the ring and you know, you see him, he's talking up Jungle Boy. You got this, you're the man. Uh, you know, proud of you, that kind of stuff, which I thought was great. Mm. They squandered the Joker. So, for the double or nothing stuff, they have the they have five people at a time come in on the different suits, and then no. they have the Joker, who's the twenty first person. Generally, it's a surprise. It was Leo Rush. He comes in. He did like five flippy shit moves, and it was immediately thrown out. Yeah. No. Um. Then. Like, two days later, he signed with New Japan. That was a waste of their Joker slot. One, yeah. yay, Leo Rush. I don't care. He he was big on the indies. He got signed to NXT. NXT squashed him. He went to the main roster for a little bit to be Bobby Lashley, Lashley's mouthpiece. He got Lashley, squashed out of that. Lashley. Yeah. La- he got squashed out of that. He hasn't really done anything for the past year. Well, he came back to NXT. He did get the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah. So he did but rebuild himself to some extent, and then he was gone. He's gone. Uh, this was a wasted joker. 
Especially Joker, given. But here's the deal. Like, I don't want the Joker to come in and win, right? I, I think that's a little too much. But what you could have had, you have Paul White right there. He could have come mm-hmm. in. He was on commentary. When they announced the Joker, they could have played music. And then. So. Uh, right. And then. Uh, so it's the large entertainment. Right. And then Big Paul shows up or something. And Paul just goes, oh, hey, that's me. And he yeah. takes his headset off, and you hear the, you know, the rumble and everything. Yeah. And he comes down. He's taken off his suit, and he's walking down the ring. And he gets in the ring. He does the the big show, oh, like chest slaps. He gorilla presses somebody out of the ring. Make it Joey Janela. I don't care. Um, he gorilla presses like one or two people out of the ring, and then Christian and Hardy and Jungle Boy and everybody else in there eliminates him. And you you can use that as a. Christian and Hardy saying, guys, guys, you got to, yeah. we, we, we know this we, guy. We've been here. We've done this. Come on. Let's, we got to get it, rid of him or this is over. Yeah. Um, it, but even that would have had so much more impact. That would have had impact, but even given what happened Friday night. Yeah. With Andrade. Andrade could have shown why, up on Sunday. It, and maybe his contract wasn't signed until this week. I don't know the, yeah. the details don't know of the details, that. But, but how do you have, you have somebody of the star power of Andrade. Mm-hmm. How is he not your Joker? He would have been, even if he doesn't Joker. win, even, even if, if he doesn't, doesn't win, because you know, you, you have your him. Joker pops up and you just hear, excuse me. You could have still had Vicky as part of it. Yeah. And then you have Jim who Jim Ross and Tony were terrible on commentary for this whole pay-per-view. You could have had them saying something like, is Vicky Guerrero number Joker? Nyla Rose? You know. Nyla's going to, what's going on? You know, old man babble. And then Vicky comes out and she's like, introducing your, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then Andrade comes out. Yeah. Um, Would have been great. You know, anybody, Leo Rush just did nothing for me. It was like, oh, it's Leo Rush. Big deal. Yeah. Um. And then the last thing to talk about that I wanted to hit here real quick was on the Stadium Stampede match. This was a very big downstep from the last one. That said, it was still pretty comical. There were still some very good moments that got a <laughs> out of me. Yeah. Um, this was a vehicle to put Sammy Guevara over. Which, that, that needs to be the, the whole purpose, and I've been saying this for weeks now, of the inner circle for now, from now on, needs to be a vehicle to put Sammy Guevara and proud and powerful over. Exactly. They've got to, now it's time for them to step up. Now it's time for Jericho. You keep Jericho in the wings. You keep him with a decent record. Yeah. Because he is somebody with the name recognition, and if you need to put the title on somebody that everybody in the world's going to know. You need somebody, that he, Jericho's there. He's Jericho's there, and he can move into it. He can take over that role. Jericho will never but, be, not be top of the card. Yeah. Uh, no, you have a backup. You have somebody there that if something happens, you you always have Jericho. Yeah. And um, that's that's what it's gotta be. So but like I said, double nothing wasn't bad. I, I actually really enjoyed enjoyed it. But AEW has got to do better with making me want to watch their pay per views. Yeah. That was sixty bucks. Fifty nine ninety nine for the high definition one. And that's granted, the thing. they're only doing four a year, which okay, that's fine, but But that's the thing. With WWE asking for six dollars a month. 
WWE is asking for six bucks because it's now TNA, dropped down to six dollars a month. TNA is asking for ten. TNA is asking uh, their, for their ten. App. New Japan. New Japan is ten I, bucks a month. If um, you're going to ask me to spend that kind of money, you're asking me to spend twice more than that, really, because you're talking sixty dollars four times. Yeah, that's two hundred four. Yeah, you're you're talking me asking me to spend double plus for your pay-per-views if I want to catch all four of them throughout the year as opposed to what I could pay to watch WWEs or TNAs. You're asking a lot. Yeah. You've got to make me want to watch that paper. So you've got to put in the work on the shows beforehand to build those matches, and they didn't do they it did this time. They did nothing this time. They did nothing. The only match that had any build at all, I thought, was the Stadium Stampede I mean, yeah, okay, I mean, you had, had the, the longest you had Pac versus Cassidy, and it got interrupted. Why? And then why? You had, why did we get Pac versus Cassidy? Yeah, Hangman Page why? is the number one contender. Exactly. He's number one in the standings. Why? Why is he not? Is fighting he Kenny? not fighting Kenny? If so you're gonna tell me that you have Jungle Boy just won the Battle Royale, he's gonna take on Kenny in three weeks. Yeah. Why? Jungle Boy has a has an O and whatever record. Yeah. For 2021. If you're going to tell me that these records matter, then make them matter the or like, drop them and entirely. The like I would, I would go to say, ah, eh, they, they've kind of dropped it. But the whole build of Britt Baker versus Sheeta was Britt talking about her climbing up the rankings, and yeah. when when Taya Conti lost, and she fell down the rank, and then there was that big thing on the Tron of your new number one ranked contender. Britt Baker, mm-hmm. you're telling me they matter. But yeah. yet, in the men's division, they don't at all. And either use the rankings, mm-hmm. which I'm not a fan of. It was kind of yeah. cool. It was it a cool a thought. Cool idea, but, but it doesn't work in reality. And we, we said that coming in. We, we said, hey, we think this is cool. I don't think it's going to work. It doesn't work because of the way wrestling is. Like, yeah. you have wrestlers... If if everybody was wrestling roughly the same amount of matches, okay, that's fair. Yeah. But when you have, okay, his 2021 ranking is 1 and 0, but this other guy's over here is 21 and 7, mm-hmm. who's better? Because this guy's got no loss. He's undefeated, but he's only fought one match. Yeah. This guy's lost 7, but he's fought 28, you know? Yeah. It, it, I think the only way you make this work is if they reset every pay-per-view. They, they would almost have to. It would almost and, have to be a every four to even every six months would be okay. Um, but at least every four to six months, you have to reset your rankings. Yeah. Um, that would be the only way to do it. Um, but Britt Baker's champion. Britt Baker's champion. Congratulations to her. Um, um, she, Andrade made his entrance. Mark Henry has made his official entrance. Um, you know what disappoints me? Mark Henry, Andrade, no music when they made their entrance. None. And music is so integral to the show that is wrestling. Yeah. But you in, the, in the 70s and the 80s, no, it wasn't. But ever since the Freebirds, it, it makes or breaks you as a character you, if you're exactly. music. Gong. Mm-hmm. Gong. That's the Undertaker. 
Yeah. Immediately, crowd explodes. Glass shatter. That's stone cold. Yeah. Explosions. Um, I'm just a second. Yeah. Show them all of these major, major stars. As soon as their music hits, you know exactly who it is, and the crowd goes nuts. Yeah. Whether they start cheering or whether they start booing. If you smell. Yeah. The crowd explodes. It's Music makes such a difference. And then you get all of these, like AEW has a music problem, I think. Um, well, they've, they've made the they're decision. They're starting to get better. They're starting to get better because now Jungle Boy's got the, oh, yo, 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 oh, oh, oh. So. Orange Cassidy's got Orange his. Orange Cassidy's got the Pixies. Uh, I, Pixies are the Smiths. I don't remember. Uh, I think it's the Smiths. Um, we're starting to get these noticeable songs. Think of Cult of Person. Think of what happened to CM Punk. CM Punk with Cult of Personality. From generic rock. Yeah. To cult of personality. With the static amazing, at the very beginning. Amazing difference. Mm-hmm. Um, AEW's got to step up their music game for sure. And uh, Well, and AEW's made the decision, and, and I think it's the wrong decision. They don't broadcast their music through the TV. Yeah. It's the arena mics that pick up their music, and I think that that's the wrong decision. I do too. Uh, they need that music. Even if you don't put it as loud as WWE does, mm-hmm. broadcast your music through your through your they TV feed. That way, fans sitting at home, which are the majority of your audience, mm-hmm. can feel what those in the yeah, crowd feel. Exactly. And yeah. like I said, you don't have to broadcast it as loud as what WWE does. That doesn't need to be your focus. You want your crowd noise to be your focus. That's fine. I'm all for that. But give me a chance to actually hear the music when the crowd is loud. Now, let's talk about something. Andrade shows up in AEW. Andrade was a recently released WWE star. Mm-hmm. We hinted at it at the beginning about you know who got released, and we've talked. What was it last month? We had uh, several yeah get released. Patrick Clark. Yeah. Uh, well, not even him. I mean, but, he was released, but I'm talking about in that that first group of hey, here you go. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. All of, yeah. Actually, so, that's been two months ago now. Two months ago. Wow. So now we've got another group of, of stars that have been released. Yeah. Santana Garrett. Okay. Uh, you know, they never did anything never did with anything her, with so her. send her off to let her make her, her fortune elsewhere. Yep. Ruby Riot. What? Alistair Black. But. Murphy, which I understand Murphy, and Braun Strowman. Now, out of that list... Ruby, I can kind of see. Santana, they never did anything with. Murphy was, he was done. Um, yeah, they, they never. They haven't really done much with him. They haven't done anything with him since last year. Ruby, I don't understand, but I do. Because, like, her and Liv have been booked as, you know, constant losers in the tag division. Here you go. But why do you let Ruby go and keep Liv? Why do you let Liv, Ruby go and keep Liv? Oh, Lana. Yep. Was part of that too. So now we've released Ruby and Lana, um, which cut out the Riot Squad and the whole Naomi Lana Ravishing which, Glow. Just, or just it was. for the record, Lana wrestled on Monday. Alistair Black kicked Big E in the face last Friday. Yeah. Alistair like. Black, when Zelina Vega was released, they talked where they were talking to him about why Tommy End wasn't released. And he said, you know, he said, We've got a big thing going. They just spent 
I can only assume thousands on these animated I'd say promos. Ten, I'd say tens of thousands. Uh, easily. On these animated promos for this new father character. Yeah. He came out after Biggie and Apollo and all had their thing and gave Biggie a black mass. He's going to set something up and now he's gone. Yeah. Um, and Braun Strowman. Who a month here, ago. Yeah. A month ago was in the title picture and here, not like, not like, oh yeah, he's in the title picture. We need to put him in. No, they dragged him kicking and screaming into the title picture. Apparently Braun was released because he's making over a million dollars a year and they released him due to budget, budget cuts and restraints. WWE has turned in record profit the last the last what six quarters I think in a row. Yeah, um, they made more money than they've ever made. Yeah, in last year. But you're going to release Braun Strowman mm-hmm. for budget cuts. So that leads me to the question, Michael, which every wrestling fan ever has to ask when this happens. Now, where do they end up? What happens? Where do they end up? Where should they end up? All right. Uh... I want to see Murphy and Alistair, well, Tommy. Mm-hmm. I want to see them in AEW. And I think you yeah. and I have discussed this already. Yeah. We're going to have very similar. I think you disagree with me on this one. I want to see Braun in AEW. Yeah, we do disagree on that. Uh, because I think Braun in AEW, as a special attraction, I do not want to see him week to week. I want to see him at one or two pay-per-views a year as a special attraction. The big guy that somebody has to come up to to defeat. The literal mountain someone has to climb? Yes. I think that AEW is missing that. They have potential in a few people, but they're not using them that way. So bring Braun in, who's literally bigger than anybody else on the roster, with the exception of Paul White. And use him that way. Uh, I honestly, and, and the only one who I don't want to see in this mix come to AEW is Lana. So because I think AEW needs more women in their division. So bring Ruby, who has the skill to be a force in the women's division and help build up some of these younger women that need it. They need somebody in their women's division. So, I want to see Santana Garrett go to NWA. I don't know enough about her to say where she needs to go. So, you know. I think she would fit in there better. Okay. Ruby to AEW. I think Lana should become CJ Perry and stop. Yeah, just just go do. Lana could make go more money. Go do your acting, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, TikTok. TikTok, Lana Twitch, could make more whatever. Money that way. Um, I want to see Alistair and... Buddy in AEW, mm-hmm. and I want Braun to go to TNA. Fair enough. I think Braun fits in better in TNA because they have bigger guys there, uh, for the most part. And since we have the TNA versus TNA AEW kind of working relation deal thing, Braun could cross over once or twice. Maybe now, maybe you have a you know Kenny. Bumps into him in the backstage area at TNA. Now, what do you think of Jay's statement? I think it was Jay that said this earlier this week. Braun should go to New Japan and become this generation's Brody. He could. 
He absolutely could. He could go over to New Japan and become the Gaijin monster that everybody has to climb, basically. You know, he, he's the the gateway to their champion type yeah. thing, you know. Have him come in with, you know, either Okada or, you know, Naito or something like that. One of your one of your super top guys brings him in as a if you want a shot at me, you beat him. you gotta go through him. And then um, he joins the Bullet Club. Then he joins the Bullet Club and whatever. But because um, <laughs> that's what they do with Gaijins, <laughs> right? Um, other names that were rumored on that list of people that were cut that apparently haven't been this go around were Liv, uh, Keith Lee, um, Bray Wyatt. There's one other one that I forget what was on. I forget that one that was on. That was a. It was like a rumored list of these were ones that were possible to be cut, but they didn't. So yeah, I. And if you're wondering, uh, valued listeners, why we haven't really talked much about Raw, um, or SmackDown, it's because Raw was a repeat, basically, and SmackDown essentially and was SmackDown too. SmackDown essentially was too. I. Like, there's only one thing on Raw that I want to talk about, and it's what the hell are they doing with Shayna Baszler? They don't know what um, to do with Shayna. Shayna. I don't know. Vince doesn't see it in Shayna. Whatever it is, Vince yeah. does not see it in her. I tell you what it is. She dominated. She's not blonde, and she doesn't have big tits. And she's 40-plus years old. Yeah. That's what, Ruby, not blonde, doesn't have big tits. Not conventionally attractive. Right. You're the, that landscape of the WWE women's division is quickly becoming blonde and big tits only. Now it's always been heavily favored that way, but it's quickly becoming that only. I mean, look at what they, they almost tried to do with Rhea. Yeah. When she first made her, when she made her first raw return, like her hair was dyed blonde you know, the whole, she didn't have quite on quite the dark goth makeup. She didn't have on the studded jacket. She's kind of going back to her, her original Raya. Hey, hey this is, this you want me, me to get over this. You got to do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I don't. And the only thing I can think of, the reason why Raw is so bad as it is right now, the reason why SmackDown is good, but. SmackDown still has its moments of just what is going on here. Well, they're just spinning like, their wheels. They're, until they're spinning they get their back wheels until next month until they get in front of crowds. Like, okay, we were getting, we're going to get more Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. I've watched them long enough to know that as long as both of them are active wrestlers, they're yeah. going to be wrestling each other from time to time. Mm-hmm. I don't need months and months and months of them facing each other. Yeah, I don't, and they don't need that. For them to build to a match, you literally, then they did it for WrestleMania. They literally built them in a month mm-hmm. or less yeah. for Mania. They can do that. I guess, are they pivoting Big E back to Apollo since they released Alistair? Maybe. Maybe Because that was, I mean, that was very clear Is that Big they were e pivoting Big E out to Alistair. Is and Big now e that be Alistair's the next- gone... Are they maybe going to elevate Big E? Is he going to be the next challenger for Roman? He needs to be. He needs to be. Uh, 
you know, what are they what are they doing? Maybe. Hey, here's a cool little fantasy booking idea. We warned you. We did warn you. Jimmy is apparently turning his back on Jay and Roman. Jimmy goes to Big E. Hey, Big Goose. We had, you know, some great matches. We've been bitter rivals. We've been good friends. We've respected each other. I need your help. Yeah. Uh, I got to get Jay out of this. There's a problem. You know, I got to get Jay out. And Big E's like, you know, me and your brother had some problems here the past several months. But I had all help. I mean, I kind of feel like we're getting going to get Ray versus. It sounds like we're going to get Ray versus Roman, at least at some point. Because, well, I mean, Dominic's not there yet. No. And the only interaction that Roman had with anybody outside of the dynasty, and I don't even know what they're calling them, uh, was with the Mysterios. Yeah. So, so Dominic can't. I, and I have no desire to see that no. yet. Dominic is still too green. Yeah. He is too green and Roman's not good enough. Yes. It is the best. So and I don't mean that as a, as a strike against Roman by any means. No, no. It, there's only a few people in the world whenever you look at this kind of stuff who are good enough to carry somebody else. Yeah. You look at the, you know, if there's a, a thousand people wrestling, mm-hmm. there's a hundred of them that can carry somebody green. You know, and maybe that's being generous. Mm-hmm. But, so it's got to be Ray. Yeah. It's got to be Ray. But they've got to do and something. And I don't want to really see Ray. that. Yeah. They got to do something to build up Ray because even as legendary as Ray Mysterio is, the last several months, and yeah, okay, him and Dom are the champion, are the tag yeah. champions. Ray has been built as a gets his ass whipped and then they win. Somehow, well, yeah, you know, even and worse than underdog type thing. Like this is the way Rey Mysterio has been booked recently. Is reminds me so much of how they booked the one two three kid way back in the day, before the internet, before all of this. You know, we thought Sean Waltman, the one two three kid, was a jobber. He wasn't. He he was the Brooklyn Brawler. You know, yeah. he was. He was, he, was Bill small. Sim- he was Bill Simmons from the local wrestling school, you know. Yeah. Um, and he beat Razor Ramon on a Saturday morning main event. And everybody was like, what? How did that happen? And then the next week, Razor fought him again and just annihilated him. Yeah. And then they fought again, and one, two, three, kid won again. And it's just like, okay, so what's going on with this jobber here? And... He built his way up, and then you know now, of course, looking back on it, we know okay that was Sean Waltman. He was part of the clique, you know, all this kind of stuff. It helped but that he was best days, friends with Razor, you know. Yeah, but back in those days, we didn't know. Yeah, and and then you know you get they're booking Ray that way, kinda, and that's weird for Ray's freaking Mysterio. And this is not a bad thing. Ray is in his mid forties, but Ray has lost more than one step. Ray's lost some steps, and and it, Ray needs to be he needs to be moved into that that category of helping put over new talent. You know, I mean, he still needs to have it. He needs to carry his wins because yeah. you can't put somebody over if you're constantly losing. But Ray needs to move into that really being helpful to put over Carrillo, unless they cut him. 
but over Garza unless they, they cut, cut him. him. Uh, you know, that's where he needs to be. He needs to be give, right now. He's given his the rub to Dominic, which I would argue Dominic doesn't necessarily need because he's Dominic Mysterio. You know, yeah, Dominic Mysterio needs to be moved down to NXT. Mm-hmm. Take him off TV. Move him down to NXT. Put him in a mask. Yeah. Keep him off TV for six months and have him just work reps in the ring with the guys Gargano, Champa. Mm-hmm. Um, he could join you know, Legato del Fantasma. Legato del Fantasma. Have him just work reps with those guys because he's green. And I don't, I don't want him on TV for six months, but just to have him in the ring with those guys every day, working reps, working reps. Because watching, just, watching the beatdown that Roman put on him. He was so he w- it's he was so, so like great. Roman bounced his head off the stairs, and his hands hit, and his head was a good three feet from the stairs. Yeah, like there was no, and that's not. But a he bad sold thing. it as though he bounced his head off the stairs, and it's not. It is not a bad thing that he's green. No, he's green. That's just it's, what it it's is. Just what it is. So. Send him down to NXT, I mean, he looks, have him work reps, and then have him put his father's mask on, or a variation yeah. on his father's mask. Considering where he is, what he's doing, he's doing very well to he be is. as green as he is. The The problem is, but whether is we like it or not. in the deep end, yeah. and he's got half-inflated floaties on, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. The problem is, is he... He is surrounded and he is working with guys in the Usos and, you know, Dolph and, and, you know, the Dirty Dogs that are very good. Yes. Dolph is one of those people I put in the category can carry a match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dolph, you can put Dolph in the match with anybody and he can carry it. Dolph is one of those people that if they decide to, they can move him up to the title picture. Yeah. And within a month and month and a half, I can buy him up there, and I can buy him winning and carrying yeah. the title. Not him. for long. Yeah, him. but rude. Same way. Yeah, you know. which WWE doesn't see rude that way. But I remember rude from TNA. Yeah, I know what he's capable. Beer of. Beer money from Fortune. Yeah, you know, I know what yeah. Bobby Rude is capable of. Bob Rude. <laughs> so, you know. Send Dominic down to NXT. Mm-hmm. Have him put the reps in with the yeah. guys at NXT because you have him work with Gargano, well, Legato, Ciampa. Here's the perfect way to do that, too. They have the tag belts, right? Mm-hmm. So they've got to get rid of those. There's an easy way for this. After the beatdown Roman just put on them, next week they come out again somehow. Roman puts a beatdown like crazy on them. And hurts Dominic. They they lose to the Usos. They don't even have to lose to no, the no, Usos. No, oh, bear okay. with me. Bear with me. Let, Let me, me finish mine. <laughs> so he hurts Dominic. This this will also protect Ray. Reigns just hurts him. He's out. But now that there's not a Ray doesn't have a partner. Ray still the Usos still fight in a handicap match for the tag titles. The Usos, of course, win because there's two of them and there's only one Ray. Jimmy has some reservations about it, but he goes ahead and does it anyway. Um, he's thinking maybe if we get the belts back, that'll bring Jay some, you know, pep up Jay some. 
Ray now is out of the title picture or out of the belt picture. The Usos now have the belts. Dominic's hurt. While Dominic's hurt, now we can move him to NXT, put him in a mask. He comes in and, you know, does some work there. Whether he comes in as a job or whether he comes in mid-card, whatever he comes in as, he stays in the mask. He does his wrestling. Of course, us as wrestling fans are going to be like, wait a minute, is that Dominic Mysterio? It's got to be Dominic Mysterio, right? But in the world of wrestling, nah, it's a new dude. And then at the very end of his NXT run, once he, you know, give him six months, he he fights for the North American title or something like that. He doesn't get it. But then he pulls his mask off. Oh, my God, it's Dominic Mysterio, and it's been that all along. And he goes back to the main roster, and there we go. All right. Not bad. Okay, let's see what you got. <laughs> Mine's a lot simpler. My Mine is, is a lot simpler. They lose, even if it's a, a dirty loss, to the Usos. After the match, Jay and Roman destroy Dominic. Okay. You know, they they throw Ray out like they did this week. They throw Ray out over the over the side and, and Ray's gone and they just destroy Dominic. They carry Dominic out in the ambulance, the you know, cart him out while he's going up because they're heels and they do this in WWE all the time. They attack him while he's strapped to the you know, the cart and everything. And then he's just gone. And Ray is pissed. Ray destroys the Usos in one-on-one matches, just destroys him, sets him up for Roman. He loses to Roman because I don't need Ray to be the champion right now. I just don't. (laughs) Okay. Dominic goes down. I don't see him on TV for six months to a year. Then he comes in NXT, and we can pick up similar to what you did. Okay. The only problem I have there is we're taking Dominic off TV for a year. So what's he going to be doing? Wrestling dark matches, wrestling, you know. That I, kind yeah, of stuff I just want him putting in. I want him putting in reps because I think he's better than just putting in reps in the performance center. We've all and we, and the wrestling world has established that because he's the current SmackDown Tag Team Champion with his dad. So having him off TV for that long, I think that would do him more harm than good. I, I I see the potential in Dominic for him to be great. And Dominic I don't know will if he never grows. be his father. He's not going to be his father. Uh, Dominic will be... Nobody's going to be Eddie. No. It's right. never going to happen. Dominic will be, in 10 years, IC title, yeah. uh, US title, brushing into the uh, the upper card, brushing into those title matches with, you know, whoever is the, the WWE champ or the Universal champ or the AEW champ or wherever he ends up, mm-hmm. uh, brushing those top titles, but I don't think he'll ever get them. Um, but I could definitely see him as an intercontinental title. I could definitely see him as a multi-time tag title with somebody. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? You mentioned have? earlier, and we didn't really talk about it, you mentioned how much you hate... Andrade El Idolo. Yeah. It's terrible. How can he even like and, and I'm I'm actually asking this question. Did WWE not copyright El Idolo? Probably not. You know, did because in WWE he was Andrade Cien Almas. 
But and the El Idolo the, was just something he shouted. It happened at the beginning of a song. Yeah. It was all over his Titantron. Did WWE not copyright El Idolo? I don't. I, I'm guessing. And they in did. regards to, like, and how if you're WWE, do you make that mistake? I, he should have come in as La Sombra. He should have. I, I a thousand percent agree that he should have come in as La Sombra. Uh, now he wouldn't have been able to wear his mask. I'm fine because with that. he lost his mask. I'm fine with that, but he should still be La Sombra. He should still be La Sombra, though. I, I I agree with you. The Andrade El Idolo. It's it does not. It's derivative. Flow, it doesn't flow right either. Um, it's almost as bad as Alberto El Patron. Yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, that's Alberto the, or Albert the father. Yeah. Uh, Andrew the idol. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work right. I mean, he could have just been El Idolo. I would have been fine with that. He could have been, you know, that would have been fine. He could have been. And um, I, I understand why he's I understand doing why it. he's not Andrade. Andrade's probably well, I under, copyright. I understand but, why he's not Andrade, and I understand why he mark. wants to keep Andrade in his name. But the people who are going to care mm-hmm. already know who he is. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, he, he, I think he would have been much better served as El Idolo. Yeah. Uh, and just El Idolo. And maybe, uh, you know, AEW doesn't seem to do this, and maybe we can just send Vince over to AEW for a day <laughs> so he can take away the name. Right. Just, just uh, we're going to call you El Idolo from now on. Yeah. Just El Idolo. And, and then, you, Vince, you're fired. It's, goodbye. It's uh, jungle. <laughs> it's boy. It's boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. In no. fact, on, uh, AEW seems to be exactly the opposite. They're giving people names that they don't have, like JR calling uh, Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy Jack. Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Which, Which I you get. Know what? Let's take our last couple of minutes here. I know you didn't watch Double or Nothing. JR has got to get off of commentary. From what you've told me and, and what I see on AEW, I agree. He doesn't have the fire he doesn't, in his he gut doesn't anymore. anymore. There were, look, there are some of my most, the most iconic moments in wrestling are set by the voice of Jim Ross. Mm-hmm. When mankind went off the cage. My God, he's dead. He's dead. He killed him, you know. When And one of my favorite lines in wrestling ever, and it's with a terrible throwaway storyline from the Attitude Era, is when Mark Henry and Mae Young were a thing. And Mae Young gave birth to the glove. JR's line was, oh my God, Pepto, JR needs Pepto. <laughs> and that line has stuck with me for 30 years as one of the funniest lines from commentary ever. Yeah. JR has lost it. Either he doesn't care anymore, like just absolutely does not care. And I don't think that that's it. Or he's not fully there which I hope is not it and being able to keep up with what's going on, but him and Tony together, I feel bad for Excalibur. Cause Excalibur is trying to call the match. Yeah. And JR and Tony are not. Yeah. 
No, I, I agree. Um, keep JR there. JR needs to be backstage. He needs JR to be backstage. To be, you move JR into the backstage sit down interview segments where, you know, it's just like him and Hangman sitting at a bar talking on an interview, right? Yeah. You keep Tony there to do the in ring special segments like with Britt or with, you know, Mark Henry or those kind of things. It JR and Tony. Whether they want to be there or not, whether they're doing a good job or not, their names bring gravitas. Yeah. No, you I'm, I'm with you there. But you, you keep but him there, people. and you have him come out, and you have him call, you know, the pay-per-views for the title match only. Yeah, I was about to say, I wouldn't um, even have him come out for the whole pay-per-view, just like Title match, match only. And, you know, that gives those guys that, you know, the biggest honor of their career is the fact that JR is calling them, mm-hmm. you know. Everything else doesn't matter to him. The fact that the guy that they heard call Mankind, my God, he's dead. Yeah. Is calling their match. You give them that opportunity, and you give them that opportunity at the title. Yeah. Um, And you, you give them, that keeps him around, that keeps him doing something, because I think as we get older, as a species, as we get older, we need something to do or we stop. Yeah. And that gives Jr. something to do. That gives him a, the ability to pass on. The man has forgotten more about wrestling than I'll ever know. Absolutely. And that gives him the ability to pass that on. Absolutely. But with that being said, we do want to say a big thank you to McDarmed Gaming here in Goshen, Mississippi. Uh, come on down, check them out. They've got everything you need as far as games, board games, RPGs, uh, tabletop. Whatever you want, they have here for you. Come down, check them out. Yeah, and head over to Big Dog Liquor. Get yourself a bottle of uh, vodka or tequila or whiskey or scotch or wine or uh, any of the liqueurs uh, in fifths and pint bottles and airplane bottles. You know, you name it. He's got it down there. Um, Grab something good. Come down here. Grab a board game. Grab a pack of magic cards. You know, grab something. Go home, play some games, have some fun. It's all what it's all about. Yep. And give us a like, follow us on Facebook at Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Yes. And with that, that said, cheers. cheers.